0: Welcome to A Day of Prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me.
1: Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Hello, everyone. Welcome to A Day of Prayer. If you're just joining us, we're beginning our morning Bible study. It's something we do daily, Monday through Friday as a family. And we have our kids here with us. We have Kyla, who's in college, Layla, who's in high school, LaCharles, who's in middle school, and Promise, who will be going to middle school. So um, welcome, and we're going to pick back up in 1 Samuel chapter 12, And if you haven't heard the previous studies go ahead and go back and check them out listen to them so you can catch up and find out where we are today and get all the wisdom that god has for you um, and those teachings and let's get started today who wants to open up in prayer i will all right kyla go for it
2: in the name of jesus lord we thank you for today god we thank you for all that you've helped us with god and just making yesterday an enjoyable day for us and making today equally as enjoyable, God. We ask that you continue to guide us through our Bible study and you help those who are listening, God, and you pour out your wisdom before them, God. In the name of Jesus, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 amen.
0: All right. Well, chapter 12. Who would like to begin reading? I will. All right. Can you read through verse 15?
3: Yes. Now Samuel said to all Israel... Indeed, I have heeded your voice in all that you said to me, and have made a king over you. And now, here is the king, walking before you, and I am old and gray-headed, and look, my sons are with you. I have walked before you from my childhood to this day. Here I am. Witness against me before the Lord, and before his anointed. Whose ox have I taken, or whose donkey have I taken, or whom have I cheated?' Whom have I oppressed or from whose hand have I received any bribe with which to blind my eyes? I will restore it to you. And they said, You have not cheated us or oppressed us, nor have you taken anything that any man's hand from any man's hand. Then he said to them, The Lord is witness against you and his anointed and witnesses day, that you have not found anything in my hand. And they answered, He is witness. Then Samuel said to the people, It is the Lord who raised up Moses and Aaron, and who brought your fathers up from the land of Egypt. Now therefore stand still, that I may reason with you before the Lord, concerning all the righteous acts of the the Lord, which he did to you and your fathers. When Jacob had gone into Egypt, and your fathers cried out to the Lord, then the Lord sent Moses and Aaron, who brought your fathers out of Egypt, and made them dwell in this place. And when they forgot the Lord their God, he sold them into the hand of Sisera, commander of the army of Hazor, and into the hand of the Philistines, and into the hand of the king of Moab. And they fought against them. Then they cried out to the Lord, and said, We have sinned because we have forsaken the Lord, and served the Baals and the Asterites. But now deliver us from the hand of our enemies, and we will serve you." And the Lord sent Drebbel, Beden, Japheth, and Samuel, and delivered you out of the hand of your enemies on every side, and you dwelt in safety. And when you saw that Mash, king of the Ammonites, came against you, you said to me, No, but a king shall reign over us, when the Lord your God was your king. Now, therefore, here is the King whom you have chosen and whom you have desired, and take note the Lord has set a king over you. if you fear the Lord and serve him and obey his voice, and do not rebel against the commandment of the Lord, then both you and the King who reigns over you continue who reigns over you will continue following the Lord your God. However, if you do not obey the voice of the Lord, but rebel against the commandment of the Lord then the hand of the Lord shall be against you as it was against your fathers.
1: Hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. All right. What did everybody get out of Samuel's, let's say, speech?
2: Like he was making his case before the people. Explain. Because because he was asking them, Have I done any of these things? Have I done any wickedness before you guys? And then also, the people said, No, you haven't. You haven't done these things. And then. He goes on to explain, like, these are not everything they did to the Lord, but this is what the Lord did to you. But I think he's also talking about how in the previous chapter, the Lord was like, they weren't saying this against you. They were doing this against me. And he brought up the same things the Lord told Samuel. These are instances, but they did not fear me or revere me. They turned after other gods. yes
3: like what Kyle was saying you also see here is that he's asking if he's been righteous and done all these things and then he's everybody knew that he was um, listening to the Lord and that's why they went to go see him then he goes on to talk about like how come you guys aren't listening if you know all this is true and that I haven't done this why do you still harm your hearts this makes absolutely no sense so he then goes on to explain everything the Lord's done for them and all the good and I say rebuking them
2: in mm-hmm. a sense. Hmm?
1: Okay. You can hear the rebuke in that,
0: for yep, sure. There absolutely is. For sure. And there's also admonishment or encouragement, hey, let's let's move together. Let's move forward in the things of the Lord.
1: It is a, a similar warning that we've heard throughout the scriptures. Moses said something similar. Um, Joshua. Joshua said something similar. Like, this is the God that brought you. I mean, he took them all the way to um, Jacob, and then, you know, their time in Egypt, and brought them through how God delivered them, which is, it's
0: like, hey. Well, you can look at Stephen and <coughs> Acts. There's rebuke, but there's also admonishment. And in his he, speech, he, he goes all the way, literally, back to Moses. Yeah. <laughs> this is God. This is what he's done. This is what he said he would do.
1: And Paul is, Paul does the same thing as well um, when he's talking to them before they um, turn them over to Agrippa and whomever else. Was there Felix and whatnot? Um, that's a, a common trait you see when God has put someone in, not a man grasping for authority over another man, human being, but when god has said hey this is my my way of doing things he often goes back and says listen i'm the same god that did all these good things for you and if you guys think about it and you remember every when they went through the actual journey they had such a hard time grasping who god is such a hard time believing good about the lord and such a hard time remembering just the good events that god did for them two days ago or a week ago or you know that morning just (laughs) yes and they oftentimes spoke evil of him and they viewed his actions as evil when you know he's bringing them out by a mighty hand and he's bringing them out with wealth and nobody was sick everybody was well and you know he covered them with shade during the day day and and, fire by night and and warmth in the nighttime and light so and
0: manna and they had everything they needed Their clothes didn't wear out
1: but they couldn't see it. All they could do was complain against him. They couldn't perceive the good that God has done for them. And like frequently, every time they, not every time, but they frequently, they get this this remembrance that's brought before them by the person that God instructed to um, guide them, right? Because everyone has the opportunity to have your own personal relationship But most people prefer to serve God from a distance. And so then there's a middleman, if you will, which God prefers to be one-on-one. And he equips us to help each other, but they prefer to stand at a distance. So they go over this, this recount. God did all of these things. But yet and still, you rejected him. Yet again, you rejected him but then God even tells him how to be successful now under this new arrangement. Exactly. Don't rebel against me so I can continue to help you and it, and intervene on your behalf. But if you reject the things of God, he has he won't have the ability because you've tied his hands in your life to help you.
0: Just to say you've not allowed him. You are fighting against him. Mm-hmm. anybody find the place where this occurred significant now they ask it comes from the end of chapter 11 in verse 15 because here they're coordinating Saul oh okay right but in verse chapter 11 verse 15 it says the people went to Gilgal and there they made Saul king before the Lord in Gilgal or Gilgal um. Well no, no! I mean, in the, in the, that's possible, but what I'm referring to is more significant events, like
2: Jesus, significant.
0: No, okay. in in Israel's history, as far as them coming into the land, seeing we just talked about the goodness of the Lord and His moving on their behalf.
1: Remind us, Okay,
0: so in Joshua. Uh, Joshua chapter five, it's really verses two through ten, but verse we're just going to look at verse nine, right? Um, so now we'll, we'll give you some verses two through ten. There is the the aspect of circumcision, right, mm-hmm. that occurs
1: at that time, right? Covenant.
0: But the Lord said this. Well, I'll start with verse 8. So it was after they finished circumcising all the people, they had stayed in their places in the camp until they were healed. And the Lord said to Joshua, this is verse 9, This day I have rolled away the reproach of Egypt from you. Therefore, the name of the place is called Gilgal to this day. I find it interesting or significant because Paul in the New Testament addresses... Circumcision. He's like, it's not one by hands, but it's one essentially in the spirit, not on, f- on human flesh, but a circumcision of the heart, mm-hmm. right? In other words, it's a, a cutting away of, of things that would, I'll say, prevent us from experiencing the fullness of the Lord, right? Mm-hmm. So what happened in here? Nahash, who came against them, said What? As in chapter eleven, put
1: your, put your
2: eye, eye out, out. Your right eye, to bring reproach.
0: That he may to bring Israel. reproach to all Israel. Okay, so do we not see the I'll say the pattern here? The Lord does the same thing. He prevents them. He rolls away the reproach. In the same, yes, it occurs in the same physical location. Although we should be aware of I'll say the the gilgals in our lives, right? Places where, yep, the Lord delivered us from something, right, that we were being oppressed by, that had bogged us down in sin, and then the Lord delivered us. He took that away. However, it's a remaining in that. We should remain in that and not have to be brought back to the place, to that place, so that the Lord has to then, again, move on our behalf in the same manner in the same location. Right? There's a moving forward. Not forgetting what the goodness of the Lord and what he's done. But there's a remaining in that. Here you see the Lord saying, all right, you, yeah, you sinned, you've done all these things, but the Lord's still the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's still there for us, for our protection, for our deliverance, and, well, he has to wash away sins, or, or in other words, remove our reproach. He, does, he did the exact same thing and making a way again for the people and this now Samuel is discussing that mm-hmm. but I also like how Samuel before he addresses I'll say the wrongdoing he first talks about his own himself his personality his nature his character mm-hmm. right there's a there's scripture that says you know especially in heaven we will be known as we are known so he first asked the question well how am I known Have I done any of these things which are contrary to how a judge of Israel should act, how a a child of God should carry and conduct themselves? And the people all agreed, No, you've done none of these things. You're, uh, we know he's a man, so there was sin, right? But exactly, no, not not negating that. However, as the people understood, he was. Spotless, he was blameless. He had not wronged them, had not mistreated them, or any of those things. Mm-hmm. And then he begins to address them. And yes, as you pointed out, I mean, he goes all the way back to, to Moses. He goes back to what the Lord did in Egypt, which, again, goes back to Gilgal. It's a reminder, hey, the Lord is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He wants to bless you. He wants his best, his goodness for you mm-hmm. in the entirety of your life. But he, he first sets the uh, the tone. He sets it up before he addresses that, which then causes people to see. oh, wait, the person has been nothing but truthful. They have been truthful. They've been honest. They've been loving. They've been caring. They've been compassionate. Mm-hmm. So, yes, while he is giving a word of rebuke, but also admonishment, it is able to be better received because they know how he is.
1: What kind of. Caused them to put their guards down exactly because they were insistent upon they're going to have a king and they don't want to hear anything that's yes. contrary to that or saying that was the wrong decision so his approach disarmed them to allow them to hear um what he needed to say right now
0: exactly which ultimately you find in verses 14 to 15 fear the lord as a revere the lord mm-hmm. and serve him and obey his voice do not rebel against his commandment and then in verse 15 if, but if you do not obey the voice of the lord but rebel against his commandments then there's the, the alternative and his hand will be against you as it was against your fathers mm-hmm. right, as you said moses joshua all these people said something similar mm-hmm. right before you is the blessing and the curse choose the blessing choose life that you may live and it may be well with you in the land which you are to go
1: mm-hmm.
0: Right. It's the same thing is said.
1: What is it that you, <clears throat> that you guys think makes people forget God? It is a problem that humanity faces often. Daily. What makes people forget God?
0: They begin to think that
1: they've done these things all by themselves,
3: and like they go, oh. Yes, they'll remember for a time, okay, God had done this for me, but then as they move on, they think, oh, now it's my own skill that has done this. It wasn't the Lord. I can do this. I don't need him because, well, it's my body. It wasn't God who did it. It was me. It was my hands, my brain, or
1: whatever they claim.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm. Anyone else?
3: Yes,
1: promise.
3: I would say that also, why people forget, guys, because they, instead of renewing their hearts daily, they, they just renew it once,
1: now and. What? Every now and again. Yes. Okay.
3: Okay. And then when they need something like a bad influence, instead of rebuking it, they welcome it. Oh. And by not rebuking it, that's how they welcome it. Okay. okay.
1: Okay, well, can you see that it's an active choice of your will to stay close to God? He's already made his position known to us that he wants to be in relationship and fellowship with us and love us. And it's up to us to go, sure, like I can put my arms out to you all day and say, hey, give me a hug. But if you never come and give me a hug, even if I follow you around with my arms out saying, hey, give me a hug. We won't hug, you know, unless you turn and receive it. Right? Yes. Yes. Um, Serving the Lord is not about getting something from him. Because oftentimes if you take that perspective... I'm serving you because I want to get this or I want to get that. Your life will be, your relationship won't endure. Like what you mentioned, promise. Um, They want this or they want that. And instead, God wants us to have relationship because we are his people. We are his heart's desire. We are his children. He loves us. And if you come to him just because you want him You'll, the the protection, the safekeeping, the um, provision, all that is a a benefit. Mm -hmm. It's not the purpose, per se. It's something you get as a result. Like, I care, we care for you because we're your parents. You get to eat and have food and shelter as a result of the fact that we're your parents. Right? But it's not...
0: It comes from us, from anywhere else, yeah.
1: Right, but the relationship is based on our relationship how you are related to us right how we interact with each other and the additional things are just that they are fruit of the fact that we have this relationship because i know people at work but i don't provide food for them (laughs) i might bring something to share every once in a while but i don't provide for them i don't clothe them i don't shelter them i don't defend them i don't do any of those things why because they're not my family they're co-workers or you know what i mean. I'm like, hey, and I want God's best for them. I'll pray for them, but I don't have that responsibility because we don't have that kind of relationship. We're not in a relationship like that or kinsmanship, but you all are our children. We have this... The Lord has assigned you
0: to our care.
1: Exactly. You are related to us in a close and intimate way, so you get those blessings and those benefits. So likewise... We are with God because we love him, we're his children, and we honor and respect, and we, we know that who he is in our lives, and we get the other things as a benefit. And we should ask him for whatever we need and we desire, but if you come based solely on, I need to get this right now, and that's all I care about, it's going to be hard going, and there's the temptation and the availability to go, oh, my hands did this. You forget that conversation that you had with the Lord, and you quickly turn back to your old way because you haven't come into relationship with Him.
2: Yes, that makes sense.
1: So understand, forgetting that all His benefits, right? Yes. I think Psalms tells us that, that the Lord is good, right? Yes. But the first, the principal thing is to be His child, an unbreakable bond between the Lord and yourself and position yourselves likewise and let him be God, Lord, Master, Captain, Director of everything that concerns you. Like even now, I mean Kylie, you're you're an adult now, but we still have you you adolescence.
0: There are still rules and bounds exactly boundaries, standards that we have that are part of this house that are never going to change.
1: And you respect them and come underneath them right and you allow us to be your parents which means we get to make the choices and decisions on this that and the other and we collaborate like we'll ask you how you feel about things but ultimately we're making the decisions for you and god is the perfect parent he doesn't make mistakes he doesn't have flaws or weaknesses he doesn't change he doesn't vary he's not light and dark he's not hot and cold he's constant and he's good all the time So he absolutely knows what decisions to make for you so it's your job to go oh yes sir i'm going to let you direct everything and i'm just going to go and be obedient i tell you how what things i'm thinking and how i feel about it but ultimately i let you make the choice and the call because you're responsible
0: for me now on the other side of that when you choose to do things your own way uh, (laughs) 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 yes (laughs) yeah everyone, no. everyone took a deep breath there was a sigh it was oh yeah, yeah, but uh, why, because you already know their their relationship has been impacted and not for the better, right you see we it was literally just discussed in chapter eleven how Benjamin and the people of Jabesh Gilead uh, had had an issue in judges, right. And be, but how, why, though? Because of the things that they were involved in, the way they had chosen to live, mm-hmm. it put them, uh, and impact, negatively impacted their relationship with the Lord, so much so that they did not even want to be in the Lord's presence when he had called them and requested that they be there, which then caused the rest of the tribes of Israel to say, hey, well, if you're not going to be in covenant, in relationship with the Lord, the weak, we can't walk together in this, and essentially out, you know, made them an outcast for a time. Now the Lord, in His His good graces and mercy, brought, did bring them back in. Yes. All right, He made a way, as He as He does, but it still impacts the relationship, and you see that same thing being played out here, right? Being in His presence, having that relationship is important. That's why we're, we're discussing this, because you see this throughout the Bible. It's not just about, oh, what the Lord can do and what he can bring and give us and bless us with, but it is, Scripture says, seek first the kingdom mm-hmm. and his righteousness, and then all these things are added. Well, it comes off of the relationship. Mm-hmm. Relationships that are manipulative or deceptive, mm-hmm. oh, I want you because of what you have, don't last.
1: No,
0: they don't. They don't last. Person doesn't remain. Someone doesn't end up remaining. Why? Because see, there's too much work to keep the manipulation and deception going, mm-hmm. and/or the other person finally has enough, mm-hmm. and I'll say cuts them off, doesn't slams the door, as it were, doesn't give them a foothold in their life. Well, we just talked about the Lord always makes a way. He does absolutely always makes a way but you still have to take that way right? and you see that all throughout scripture even in revelation there's always a chance and a way he wants us to be perfect holy blameless spotless without spot blemish or wrinkle before him which only comes from being in him however why is that or or i should say it this way we saw with Benjamin, we saw it with Jabesh Gilead, who literally just got delivered in this chapter, or chapter, previous chapter, chapter 11, mm-hmm. that uh, back in Judges, they weren't doing what was right. So no, they didn't want to come before the Lord. They didn't want to be in His presence. But we can all see that in our own lives, where we think what we've done is, is too extreme, and the Lord won't forgive us. But that's not the Lord. Now we go against His will, His word, against His very nature. He doesn't violate his own word. So however there is the aspect of of judgment. Why? We don't want to be in the Lord's presence because we feel we will be judged. So there is a judgment that is coming. However, what we do now, what we choose, whether we choose blessing or we choose the curse determines what the outcome of that is going to be. Because if we actively choose to separate ourselves from the Lord, from His presence in our daily life then all that's left for us in eternity is complete and utter separation from the Lord which is hell, which is the lake of fire and it's not just about checking boxes and religious traditions, oh I went to church, I went to a Bible study, oh no it's about actually living in covenant, in relationship in the Lord's will which is he being our God and us being his people. Mm-hmm. Every day. Every
1: day. Seek after the Lord and search for him with, with a pure heart. Exactly. Not to get what you can get. Those things will come. We've already you know, covered that. But because you love him and it's right, you want to serve him. You want to walk with him and fellowship with him. Transition to that place and you'll see that it's easier to have victory in areas that you previously struggled in it's easier to have success it's easier to overcome and keep yourself in the blood of jesus and not come in and out come in and out come in and out not highs and lows and ups and downs but constant fellowship consistency that you're always right in his presence where
0: you should be which they is then how the fragrance of the Lord, his aroma, his heavenly aroma, can flow through you, exude mm-hmm. through you. Mm-hmm. And wherever you go, people will know, oh, the Lord was here.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. you were in his presence all the time.
1: Absolutely. Does anybody have any questions about that? No. Any thoughts? Because there's a lot.
0: It's, it's deep. I understand that.
1: Any concerns about it? No. Thoughts?
0: Are you sure? Yes. 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 Okay. Okay. Well, let's continue. Okay? Yes. Um,
1: I promise you're going to read for us, right? Yes. Okay. All right, sir.
0: not you to read from verse 16 to the end of the chapter, please?
3: Yes, sir. Now, therefore, stand and see this great thing which the Lord will do before your eyes. Is today not wheat, the wheat harvest? I will call to the Lord, and he will send thunder and rain, that you may perceive and see see that your wickedness is great, which you have done in the sight of the Lord, and asking a king for yourself. So Samuel called to the Lord, and the Lord sent thunder and rain that day, and all the people greatly feared the Lord and Samuel. And all the people said to Samuel, Pray for your servants to the Lord, your God, that we may not die, for we have added to all our sins the evil of asking a king for ourselves. Then Samuel said to the people, Do not fear. Ye have done all this wickedness, yet do not turn aside from following the Lord, but serve the Lord with all your heart. And do not turn aside, for then you would not for then you would go after empty things which cannot profit or deliver. For they are nothing. For the Lord will not forsake his people, for his great name's sake because it has pleased the Lord to make you his people. More so, moreover, as for me, far be it from me that I should sin against the Lord in ceasing to pray for you, but I will teach you the good and the right way. Only fear the Lord and serve him in truth with all your heart, for consider the great things that he has done for you. But if you st- still do wicked, wickedly, you shall be swept away, both you and your king. Hmm. Did anybody else notice that when he was talking, they are talking about Speaking. this? Oh, they were ta- asking Samuel to pray for them, but you notice that they didn't actually try to come back to the Lord and repent of it. They kept with it. They just wanted a covering over so they can continue what they're doing without dying.
0: Hmm. One of the blessings of the Lord, the benefits oh, of the Lord, right, or we were just discussing. Yes, Without actually having the relationship. Hmm. That's a good point, sir.
1: It is. Now so we're, we're studying over first Samuel, we're not looking for an opportunity or using it to point out other people's flaws and go, well, they're doing this, they're doing that. But instead to look at ourselves and examine ourselves and see are we finding any of these traits? In our own within us. lives. Are we enacting any of these things in our our secret place of our inward being? Or are they thoughts in our mindset? Anything like that. And if they are, let's deal with them. Let's get them um, reconciled and straightened out with the Lord so we can walk together with him in agreement.
0: Um, Absolutely. We're told to judge ourselves. Mm-hmm. We, Paul also said, hey, the message that I bring first applies to me. Mm-hmm. I may be bringing the message, but it applies to me first, what's the point of preaching the message, and then I'll miss out on the prize
1: myself be disqualified, yeah
0: absolutely so you know it applies to us first, but mm-hmm. again, yes. we're going to We're going to speak in in truth and we're going to live and worship indeed in spirit and in truth mm-hmm. so we have to address these things, yes. We have to say them out loud but we also have to actively address them in our lives and if there's something there that, that doesn't reflect the Lord his nature his character then we need to address that and deal with that in our own lives
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uproot it
1: yeah I think it I think it's hard for I think I've been there in, in my life I didn't understand what place I should take with the Lord I thought it was come to God to get good things and that's the extent of it you know he's off somewhere far away in heaven wherever that may be and I'm here on the earth to live and do my thing live my life I still knew um God is real I still believe that I still believe Jesus is the Christ and God's son I believed all those things but I didn't have any purpose or intention of having a lasting covenant relationship with him that was real and genuine i had him in a separate kind of wing of life and that's why i found it easy to live sinfully and go god god forgive me you know like i <laughs> i practiced <laughs> trying to get that out of my mouth quick enough in case the rapture happened i could like, oh, say forgive me so real quick trying to make it. <laughs> so i could still try to go to heaven but it was not reality to me to live a life before God that was clean, that was me and him that would never change. I live like I'll go to church for a little bit and then enjoy that, but then I'm going to drift off and fade into whatever else. And even though I went to church, I still live my life like the Dickens at <laughs> any other time of the day. So it was, you know, church from those, those few hours during the week that I went, but the rest of my life, didn 't look like christ it did it had no reflection or fragrance of him whatsoever i looked I was living a sinful life because i didn 't know that I could have anything more but when I was probably about twenty nineteen or so, I was already in my career field, and I was getting ready to get fired because I was they said I was late to work and I wasn't I had been there I just didn't know that if you get there and you forget to clock in you have to fill out a a sheet a little time card correction sheet nobody told me that I was 19 I didn't know and I was working with you know in a professional career so I remember going driving home and going Lord what am I going to do because I knew to pray but something about it was different and god changed the way i thought about him that he's not just some magical genie afar off and you know it's true and that what i actually wanted i didn't want to live my life away from him and apart from him and separated from him and i took him just the same way i took your dad in marriage like just the same that covenant the covenant that i have no intention of breaking I, i i intend to be here forever i'm not going anywhere so i don't care what else happens what else might quote-unquote, look good or feel good, I'm not doing it because I want you, Lord. And that is what's kept me in Christ. That's what's kept me following after Jesus. No matter what happened in the natural, I clung to him. And that was a total opposite or flip from what I had known about relationship with God before. I can't tell you how I got to that place. I just remember being so desperate. And that was like the final, you know, that sitting down with my, my supervisor at the time and her telling me, if you're late one more time in the next six months, we're gonna let you go. I was like, but I wasn't late. That was just the final, you know, straw on it that I was like, so desperate. I was like, God, this can't be what life is. I, I need to have you. And he taught me that there is a real relationship that's love and it's solid and it's bonded. And it means that he is my everything and more than just the the one I, I call to when there's trouble or I, I can't figure it out myself, you know, like that yes. calamity or cat- catastrophe is coming. Jesus, you know, he's more than that. He's my every day. He's my all in all. And realizing that he showed me that, of course, but realizing that I don't wanna be without him for one second changed everything whether he did anything else good for me or not, I need, whether he did another thing, he did all he needed to. And I was gonna take him just as he is, and he's gonna take me as I am and do whatever he needed to do to make me right. And that's been my life with him. But that's what makes me stay with him, regardless, where I've watched other people come and go.
0: Anyone have anything you wanna share? No. We'll discuss with this. Section of scripture? No. No, not fairly. What should I really find? <laughs> <laughs> so question. there's something. Is that what you're saying, sir? Yes. Yeah.
2: I just found it interesting when the people were like, oh no. We added asking for a king as to our list of sins like they didn't try to repent for it at all they were just like oh samuel pray for us don't let us die we don't want to die
0: that sounds familiar
3: People and moses you mm-hmm. go up to the mountain and then come back and tell us what
1: he said
0: exactly okay. yeah and exodus right yes similar similarities samuel says he'll send thunder i'll, I'll ask the lord and he'll send thunder and rain. Right, today is the day of the wheat harvest. That you may perceive. So I'll ask the Lord to send thunder and rain. That you may perceive and see that your wickedness is great. So here's a sign. Yes. Yes. So just like you brought up leila In Exodus twenty eighteen, right? All the people witnessed the thunder and lightning, the sound of the trumpet, which is the voice of the Lord, and the mountain of smoke. When the people saw this, they trembled and stood at a distance. They said, "Speak to us yourself, and we will listen." This is to Moses. They said to Moses, "But do not let God speak to us, or we will die." So, even in the midst of the Lord's presence, they were encamped around the mountain, around the Lord. They still didn't want to be in relationship. That's a choice. You see that. You see that exercise there. Um,
1: that makes my heart cry because Absolutely. i can't imagine
0: god not talking to me I'm like no where are you
1: lord i need to hear your voice
0: All right, what i psalm, have to. what about psalm 81 7 you called out in distress and i answered you i answered you from the cloud of thunder i tested you at the waters of Mirabah. Selah. uh the whole thing is about the Lord. he's, he's acknowledging yeah hey, you know, he, hey i've done these things what you're doing is not right but come on come on back, repent, come on back into alignment. That's it. And people choose not to be in that relationship. Which is it's sad. It's sad.
1: Now, I'll ask you just to examine your own, your own self. Are you seeing that anywhere? Like, does that sound familiar on a personal level? Um, You know asking God just to prop you up and keep you rolling forward in the same condition that you have been versus truly having a repentant heart and looking at those things and going Lord change my course so that I look like you and I am going to change what depends on me I'm going to work on that and change it and make sure that I look like you Jesus Mm
0: -hmm.
1: are you are you working through those areas can you see anything like that in yourself and if so get it together because at least two of you pointed out and you found it repugnant just by the look on your faces and the the tone in your voice that you didn't find that favorable favorable but are you working in any ways like that is there something that you need to let the lord correct by coming into repentance over and not just going patch me up lord i'm going to keep going you know, put that squeaky wheel back on gonna roll it down the, the rest <laughs> of the way. And God's like, no. Uh. Cortisol shots and band-aids and, you right. know, no. God's like, no, I want to take this apart and put you on the right track and the right path. So I need you to give this to me. Bring it here so we can reconcile truly. Because he's not a band-aid God. No,
0: but he also wasn't judging the people. He was acknowledging that they were wrong. Right, that was what this sign, this miracle was. Yes, going to have rain, right? Yes, I'm going to have some thunder because, you know, there's an acknowledgement here, but also, he didn't destroy the crops. He didn't do right any of that. Mm-hmm. He still rain put rain blessing upon the people, right? Uh, let's look at you can look at Zechariah fourteen eight, right? Um, we talked earlier about. <clears throat> excuse me. People that chose to to be apart, to be separated from the Lord, right? So, now in Zechariah 14, he's talking about you know um, the end of days, but he says, no, this specifically says people of Egypt, but it's referring to people that have chosen to be separated from the Lord. He says, uh, so it's required. Should any of the family that, that the families go up to Jerusalem at that time, right? And the Lord is in charge; He's reigning and all that. And the Lord is in charge, he's reign, he's King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Now. So but it says, Should any of the families not go of the earth not go up to Jerusalem to worship the king, the Lord of hosts, then the rain will not fall on them, or the just the rain will not fall on them. And if the people of Egypt will not go up and enter in, the rain will not fall on them, and this will be the plague the Lord inflicts on the nations who do not go up to celebrate the Feast of Tabernacles. This will be the punishment of Egypt and all of the nations that do not go up to celebrate the Feast of Tabernacles. In other words, there's significance there with the feast, and we're not going to go into all that. But the, I'll say the, the core, the point that we're trying to, to make is to be in his presence.
2: Yes. Go
0: up and remain in the presence of the Lord, being his people. Mm-hmm. Showing, demonstrating to him mm-hmm. that he is your God. Mm-hmm. That you're not serving anyone or anything else. But the Lord, he is God, and we are to worship him. Not just for blessings and benefits, right? Because you see, he didn't withhold the rain. He still poured out his blessing on them, even in this, while addressing, hey, you guys are not right here. What you've done is, is not right, but is actually, is actually wicked. And Samuel has discernment that came from the Holy Spirit, obviously, and says, You've done all the, this wickedness, but don't fear. You've done all this wickedness, yet, yet there's also acknowledgment. You do not turn aside. You do not, you have not changed your your heart towards the Lord, but also your actions, right? The Lord knows the thoughts and intentions of the heart. That's why we know that the Holy Spirit ministered to Samuel, and there's an acknowledgment. Hey, you haven't done this yet. Hmm you need to do this. Mm-hmm. The Lord's not forsaking you. It's, mm-hmm. it's in the midst of rain coming down.
1: But not so much rain that it spoils the right. the harvest or pushes it back.
0: But it, again, it's coming into the goodness of the Lord. And mm-hmm. by goodness, I mean his presence, living for him rightly. Not out of obligation, if you will, but out of a, a desire, a yearning, a wanting mm-hmm. to live for him and to be conformed to his image Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm. no he
0: also acknowledges hey you don't know how to do this but I'm not going to sin I'm not going to stop by not praying for you but also I will teach you the good Mm -hmm. and right way Mm -hmm. I'll teach you how to live how to become conformed to the image of God Mm -hmm. so the Lord in this yes he provided blessing and benefit in the natural sense of, hey, here you go. Here's some rain to help with your crops. But the greater benefit and blessing was even in the midst of wickedness. He says, "Hey, I've already provided a, a a person who will pray for you." Now we guess we know that's fulfilled in the Holy Spirit, yes. who makes petitions and prays on for us on our behalf, even when we don't know how to pray. Mm-hmm. But there's also <clears throat> Yes, and all this is contained within the Holy Spirit. And in natural there's Samuel, who says, I'll teach you in the way you should go, how to walk in the Lord's ways. Mm-hmm. We also have the Holy Spirit to teach us, to guide, to lead us, to guide us in all truth, wisdom, and knowledge, mm-hmm. who takes exactly from the Lord and discloses it to us.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So all this is contained within the Holy Spirit, but yes, he also does send people to minister to our needs. Yes. Yes. However, it's, he still looks at the heart. What's our choice? Is it to follow him, the Lord that is, or to separate ourselves from him, from his presence? So it's something that each of us needs to look at for our own lives. And if we have separated ourselves from the Lord, we'll come on back in, repent. But in order to repent, we must first humble ourselves, Mm -hmm. submit to him, to his lordship, and then, yes, repent. Ask for his forgiveness. Mm -hmm. But also, repenting is is not just, oh, Lord, forgive me, and go out and do the same thing, but it is a turning from, a complete 180 from what we were doing in the past. Mm -hmm. Lord, forgive me. <laughs> it's, it's not and, and there's no way you would get that out fast enough anyway no.
1: the twinkling of an eye but i sure tried it i'm glad i'm glad the lord didn't come back but again but that's
0: human or natural perspective right oh yeah well if i do this i can do it quick enough no you, you can't
1: i can beat the clock <laughs> i can beat the twinkle and the trumpets it's gonna out. be different no. for me than anybody else right No, right no but the good news is the, the Lord said he's married to the backslider. And he, he, in verse 22, he said, The Lord will not forsake his people for his great name's sake, because it, pleased, it has pleased the Lord to make you his people. It has pleased God to call us his own. He loves us and he desires Regardless us. Regardless of
0: what we've done mm-hmm. or said or whatever in the past, right? The Lord is ready, willing, and able to forgive And not just to to forgive, right? But he throws it in the sea of forgetfulness. Mm -hmm. He takes our sins, he washes them in his blood, and Mm -hmm. makes them white as snow. Makes us white as snow.
1: And he doesn't throw it up in our faces. God never throws that in my face. You remember, girl, that time you said, Lord, forgive me? You you tried that? No, he doesn't throw our our nonsense back in our faces. Mm -hmm. So he's a good God. Amen. Amen. Uh, Who's going to close us out in prayer? Promise i right, go for it, sir.
3: I to... okay, thank you for just helping us and showing us how to actually understand your word and how to accurately apply it to our lives. God, I also thank you for just blessing people in a whole and providing a way of an escape for every situation. Mm-hmm. And God, I also thank you for giving us a way we can come back to you and reconcile. In the name of Jesus, Amen.
0: Amen. Everybody have a wonderful day. We love you and God bless you. you. Bye.
1: Bye. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer.